Hello there, I'm Eileen Smith, and for over a decade, I've been helping content creators like you by sharing top-level tips and tutorials and by introducing you to new ways to express yourself and make a positive impact on the world. To be honest, some days you may end up with more questions than answers, but the point is to stir your creativity and help you decide what's best for you and your audience. So let's begin, shall we? We are so fortunate. We're living in a time where we can use so many different tools to spread our message, to connect with our audience. But today, I want to talk to you about multicasting or multi-streaming. Should you do it? Shouldn't you do it? Stay tuned because that's what's coming up on today's episode of Miss Eileen Speaks. Welcome to the Miss Eileen Speaks podcast. I'm so glad you joined me because we're going to have so much fun talking about blogging, social media, YouTube, and how you can make meaningful content for your audience. The show notes for this podcast can be found at EileenSmith.com. So let's get started. I feel a rant coming on and I want to ask you guys a question because I need to know if you feel the same way that I do. I have a bit of a conundrum where I love broadcasting. Most of you guys probably do as well. I mean, hey, you're on this platform, so you have a message. You have something to say. You have something that you're passionate about that you want to convey, and hopefully people will appreciate that and they'll want to consume your content. Nothing wrong with that. I think it's a beautiful thing, especially with an app like this that makes it so easy and democratizes podcasting. So here's my conundrum, and I definitely want your feedback about this. I have a bit of an issue with folks who like to multicast, multi-streaming. Uh, well, let me just say, I don't think that you should never do it. I think there's always a time and place, but a lot of, especially my live stream friends, a lot of them, every time they go live, they want to be live on YouTube and Facebook and Periscope and maybe even Instagram. Almost every single time they go live. And here's why I don't like it. Or shall I say, here's why I have this conundrum. Because I don't want anybody to ever feel that... I'm against them getting their word out and doing it in the way that they want to. But I just want to get your feedback on this. As an audience member, because I spend a lot of time watching live streams, listening, watching YouTube videos, I mean, there's probably 80% of the time that I am awoke I am consuming content if I'm not creating some myself. 
And so I see this happening so often. And as an audience member, if I'm watching someone's live stream, let's say, for example, yesterday I was watching a webinar and I was over on YouTube because that's where I got the notification about the webinar. And so I typed in the chat and said, hey, I'm here because they know me because I was at their last webinar. And they even typed in the chat to say, well, you probably want to come over on Facebook because the stream is more steady over there. Okay, so then why are you streaming to YouTube? <laughs> I like to watch on YouTube. If I have a choice between watching on YouTube or watching on Facebook, I'll take YouTube every time because I can easily cast to my TV. So that way I can multitask and do something else while I'm consuming this lovely content. Or maybe even I can sit back on my recliner, because uh, I have a sofa that reclines, by the way, and watch the live stream, especially in a case of a webinar. So if I'm watching someone's live stream and I'm on one platform and then my friend, let's, I'll take, for example, my friend Tish, who loves to watch live streams and my friend Larry. These are two people that I'm always on live streams with and who I communicate with very, very frequently. So if I'm on Facebook and Tish is on YouTube or probably the other way around, Tish is on Facebook and I'm on YouTube, well, I want to be where Tish is. And Tish is going to want to be where I am. And Larry's going to want to be where both of us are. So then I go over to Facebook and then Tish is coming over to, and there are paths cross. You know, so it just drives me nuts. As an audience member, I think we all want to be together. And, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to tell anybody change, make changes to your show, which most people aren't going to listen to me anyway, but I just want people to think about that. Maybe your audience wants to be together. And there is very few people. I probably only know one person that can handle comments coming in from an active stream that has Facebook and another platform, let's say Periscope, because this person uses Facebook and Periscope. And it's, it's our friend here, Dr. Tachi. She's the only person I know that gets 99% of every comment and responds to each and every single one. 90% of the podcasters, live streamers, bloggers, whatever, don't even get half of the questions asked <laughs> on one of the platforms. So I understand you have a big audience. Some of them are on Facebook. Don't they want to leave Facebook. Some of them on Periscope. They don't want to leave Periscope. I get it. But at the same time, it's I feel slighted. Because no matter where I am watching the broadcast or listening to the broadcast, and if I know my friends are on the other place, I feel like you're trying to break us up. Well, that's how I feel. Maybe I just need to get it off my chest. Maybe I'll move on after this. Maybe you guys will have some feedback for me. 
maybe you don't. Either way, I would love to hear anything you have to say. And I thank you so much for taking the time to listen and um, just being part of this whole anger experience for me. So with that, I'll talk to you soon. Miss Eileen, Brian Fanzo, iSocial fans. You know what? People always talk about how they love my rants on my podcast and my live streams. I think I love your rants the most. You have you always bring uh, value and insights to everything you share. For me, I multicast certain things and certain things I don't. I think the most important thing is understanding to respect other people's timelines and under people other people's time. But you also, I believe, we're living in a new age for marketing where the field of dreams marketing is now broken. It is no longer if I build it, they will come. It is how do I get my message, my story, and my content to where my audience is? I tell my community not follow me on every channel, follow me on the channel that you prefer to consume my content. And I multi-stream sometimes, but I do it with a strategy and respect in mind. Keep up the great work as always. Love your message. Thanks so much, Brian. I love what you said about respecting your audience and respecting people's time. Everybody knows how passionate Brian is about his audience and about live streaming. And if you're not following Brian, make sure you connect with him. He's iSocialFans everywhere. That's with a Z. So it's I-social-F-A-N-Z. Make sure you connect with him. And I also want you to connect with this next young lady. Her name is Steph Thorne, and she's with a podcast called Me Time, and her blog is Pinup Girl Beauty. So let's hear from Steph. Good morning, Miss Eileen. First, I want to say in regards to your um, mini rants about multicasting that of course people listen to you and may change their casting ways because of your um, ideas about it. I wanted to call in to talk about multicasting and say that um, as an audience member, it does bother me. I did do one dual cast with Anchor and Facebook Live in order to show how Anchor works as a platform. <clears throat> and those are the times when I really think dual casting could be, or multicasting could be necessary if you're demonstrating something about one of the platforms. But other than that, you're right. It bothers me when people multicast because I feel like they're not talking to me. They're talking to everybody. Oh, thank you. Steph, thanks so much for calling in. And I love what you said there about showing people how to use one platform while you're on another platform. Like I said, guys, there is always a time and place for everything. And that's the perfect time when you should be able to multi-stream or multicast without worrying about breaking up your audience, especially if you're showing someone something on Anchor, because I know we tend to think of Anchor as being like a live audio platform, but we're really not live until we actually hit publish. So you don't really have an audience sitting there watching you and consuming the content as you're creating it. They hear it a few seconds later. So 
What I'm really thinking about when I talk about multicasting and multi-streaming is folks that like to be on YouTube and Facebook Live and Periscope, especially for some reason, it seems to be folks that like to use Facebook Live, they realize that their audience may also be on YouTube or on Periscope. And of course, there's other channels that they could broadcast too. So I do want to say a little bit about multicasting. And because it's beneficial for things like doing tutorials and showing folks, my goodness, I've done plenty of those. <laughs> so one thing that you want to do is you want to have the right tools and the right software in order to get the job done. We're going to take another call in from Dan from the Anchor Talk podcast. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some tools that you can use if you really do want to multicast or multi-stream. Hello, Eileen. Thank you for the great rant on multicasting that describes your conundrum, great vocabulary word, by the way, about uh, multiple channels and breaking up uh, the people you know. My response is this, uh, I think a lot of us may not be as connected as you may be uh, with a lot of the groups. And so I, I would say that content is the big thing. If there's content that I'm interested in, if I'm in different channels, and it sounds like you heard about this initial content on YouTube, if you hadn't been in that and they hadn't had a stream on that, you may not have known about the content, you would have missed out. So for me, that's important. Uh, also, uh, when we uh, are multi-casting, we're multi-brand casting. And so as a producer of content, I think it's always good to do that to get the message out in multiple channels. As a content creator, if I am multi-casting, as you called it, to, to several different channels, I would suggest to pick one main one where you're going to be interacting as far as with comments and things like that and say, hey, we're also live streaming this or live casting this on these other channels. Uh, and then mention that at the beginning uh, and then you know, don't just keep going over and over because if they're trying to connect and comment to different things, it may get confusing. But again, I would say content for me is important and I would appreciate the notification, whatever channel I'm on, to, to do that. By the way, uh, through Chromecast, you can uh, cast Facebook Live on your TV. So you mentioned that you did the YouTube and that's why you don't like Facebook Live as much. But if you have Chromecast, you should be able to do that on Facebook Live. Have a great day. You're awesome, Eileen. Let's take another call. This one is from Gail Turner Brown. Hello, Eileen. I love this topic of multicasting. And for me, I am still trying to find where my audience is. So I will multicast just to determine where am I getting the most engagement or where am I getting the most audience views. And then for me, I can kind of determine where I want to land. So I do think it's a great idea to be on, make one your main one and then um, deal with the other ones. Um, 
And you're totally right. I never could understand how Dr. Tachi can do it. I thought it was just my inadequacy, but I see it's just <laughs> her superiority in this um in this realm. But uh but anyway, I just wanted to leave that. Thank you so much. I love you have always been so helpful and I totally appreciate you. Keep it coming. Okay, so you see, dear podcast listeners, that I am very open-minded. Take a deep breath. I'm finished with my ranting. I have listened to my friends, and I see that there's definitely a lot more use cases for multicasting than what I was thinking originally. You know, Brian Fanzo talked about how he uses it on some shows and in certain instances. And then also our friend Dan from Anchor Talk, he gave some compelling arguments. And then Gail, I really like what she said about not knowing where her audience is. And so I do want to add to what Gail said though. Just be careful when you're first testing the waters and you're saying, well, I want to go live on Facebook and Periscope, okay? Because I'm not sure which one I'm going to get the best engagement. So does that mean that you're going to have a cutoff? That you're going to say, I'll try it for six weeks or I'll try it for six months. And then if I find out that I'm getting much more engagement on YouTube, I'm just going to stop using Periscope. I don't know. I think a lot of folks will decide that, look, we know how to do it now. We're going to do it on both on both uh, platforms, and we don't care if we don't get engagement on that other one, which is what I see most folks doing. In fact, I have one on now. I'm actually watching in the background a multicast, one that's on YouTube and Facebook. And, of course, there's no engagement on YouTube because... They are focused on the Facebook audience. So there you have it. I have a friend who's very knowledgeable with doing this multicasting and all the tools that you should use. And so I'm going to link up to his website. His name is Ian Anderson Gray. And you'll find the link over in the show notes at Eileen Smith dot com slash nine because this will be episode nine so some of the tools that he recommends the first one is free and it's called obs studio this may be one you've heard of before it's one of those open source pro projects and it does work on mac and pc now, the other one is Wirecast, and Wirecast also works on Mac and PC, but it's not free. It's $495 to start. <laughs> uh, and then I also want to mention Zoom. It, that's a platform that's used a lot for webinars, and they have a monthly fee, and there's so many different pricing levels that I'm not going to uh, share which ones you should go for. Just go and check out zoom.us. But then there's actually the old school way of doing it. And this is the way that I did multicasting. At the time, I was showing off one platform using another platform. And that was to use two different devices. So basically, I was using my iMac. And then I would have my iPhone on the side and then I would be streaming to more than one platform at a time. And I've done this a lot 
with demos, especially when I'm showing how to use a specific platform. You know, I've done it for Periscope. I've done it to show how to use YouTube Live and also Facebook Live, even Facebook Live audio. And you can find all of those tutorials over on my YouTube channel. And I'll have that YouTube link in the show notes, or you can just go over to YouTube and search for Eileen. At the beginning of this episode, you heard me refer to Tachi and that's Dr. Tachi here on Anchor, but on Twitter, you can find her at Tachi, T-A-C-H-I. Tachi is amazing. She is one of those people that you can follow when you really want to know how to do multicasting right. She has the incredible ability to be able to respond to comments as they come in on Periscope and as they come in on Facebook. She doesn't get off topic. She'll answer questions. She'll engage with both audiences And she'll still continue on with her show and it's very fun and it's very engaging. Now, I've got to say, one of the reasons I started this rant is that I've been on a few other live multicasts where people promise that they'll answer everybody's questions. However, they don't. Trust me, they don't. So... (laughs) I just want you to be one of those people that keeps in mind that there is that audience member that not only wants to be heard, wants their question or their comment and feedback to be responded to, but they also want to be with their friends. So maybe you may want to do what Michael Stelsner and the team over at Social Media Examiner does. They have the Crowdcast platform, even though they're using Wirecast to push out to Periscope and to Facebook, but they tell everyone for conversations, for engagement, come over to Crowdcast, the social media marketing talk show. It comes on every Friday. It's live at 1 p.m. Eastern. So you can check that one out. That's another great example. Now, I also didn't mention earlier that teamwork is another thing that can help these multicasts go a lot smoother. So Michael Stelsner has a team. There's Jeff C., there's Eric Fisher, there's Kim Reynolds, there's other folks working in the background who are off cam, and he brings on the guests. Like the other day, he had Carlos Gill, he had Amy Schmittauer come on. So That is another way that you can do multicasting when you have a team, when you pick a central location for all of the conversation. You want your audience to feel like they're really a part of the action. You don't want them to feel like Steph said, like she feels like you're not talking to me. You're talking to someone else. And you don't want them to feel like I said earlier that, I want to be with my friends. So I want us to all be in one place. As a solo broadcaster, don't bite off more than you can chew. Okay? Take your time and ease into it. Master one platform at a time. And as you're building those connections and those relationships with your audience, reach out to them. Ask them, how do they feel? What do they think about you multicasting? Do they feel that they're being served, that all of their questions are being answered, and that the engagement that you're providing, 
makes them feel like they're really part of your show, find out from them how they feel. Now, I'm going to take my own advice and I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about this new format that I'm using? What do you think about me using Anchor to record the podcast? You can reach out to me on Twitter. You can also leave me a message over on my SpeakPipe, which is EileenSmith.com slash contact. That'll take you right to my SpeakPipe page. You can leave me an audio message there. And I want to play for you now some feedback from one of my friends over on Anchor. Hey Eileen, what's up? Gary from Motorspit. Listen, I got to say a huge, massive thank you for echoing my segment on race car aerodynamics. Not just because you did it. I mean, that's awesome. But because I totally forgot to save a podcast of it and it's of course disappeared from my station but the fact that you echoed it allowed me to re-echo it and I've been able to rip that to my podcast section now so I'm enormously grateful for that it is just the best thing ever Um, I'm really pleased and uh, thanks for sharing I mean I can't imagine what a guy like me talking about things like that does for your audience but it really means a lot to me that you think it can bring value to the anchor community that you hold influence on so thank you for that i very much appreciate it lots of love and although this episode is coming to an end the conversation can continue over on anchor you also can connect with me on facebook you guys know just reach out to me and like my friend gary from motorspit said lots of love Peace.